You're listening to the Think, Live, Repeat podcast, a place for people who are looking for simple and actionable ways to bring their lives to the next level. I'm your host, John Skomsky, and I want you to get ready for some amazing conversations as we dive deep into the minds of successful people, how they think intentionally and live differently. There's just two simple rules. Change doesn't have to be complicated, and change begins with your mind. You literally possess the power change the direction of your life. So consider yourself warned. If you're not ready to start growing today, you might just want to turn this off now before it's too late. What's up, Inward Investors? It's another edition of the Think, Live, Repeat podcast, and it's a solo edition. Yes, I haven't done one of these in a while. And uh, you know what? I've just, I've got a lot on my mind, a lot uh, in the wings here, ready to to come to fruition in the next several months. And it's been a while since I've just been able to kind of kick back and talk to you, my faithful listeners, and share some things on my mind. So it's going to be a quick one. You know, it, I, I apologize if you're, you're, you know, planning on a solid 40 minutes. It's going to be probably a fraction of that, but hopefully hit you with some truth that uh, you can use. A lot of focus has been spent lately on mental health panic, anxiety, mindset. And in terms of my brand and what I'm doing with Invest Inward and some other things that are soon to be released within, really within a month at this point, that's going to become an increasing focus. You know, it's interesting. I got into all of this. I I started the podcast. uh, I started Invest Inward. I started all these things as a result of my very, very real and very, very out of the blue, or at least it seemed to be out of the blue at the time, struggle with panic and anxiety. And from that, I saw just how poor my mindset was and my inability to to think in an intentional way. And, and you know, as I think back, even just, you know, here we are 2024, it's like four years ago. It seems like my, my understanding of how we think, grow, change, uh, it's so much more... Uh, complete. But I laugh because I think to myself, this was only four years ago. You know, what am I going to say four years from now, 10 years from now, I'm going to go back and listen to these things and laugh. And and probably the answer is probably. But that being said, the thing that's struck me is I've kind of gone back into the abyss as it were. And it's kind of an interesting thing. I'll be honest with you guys. I was nervous a little bit as I kind of finally came full circle to decide that, okay, my mission here and and where I want to see myself go and helping people in 2024 is in the area of, of anxiety and panic. But I had to go back and think through and in some cases literally relive these negative experiences, uh, negative experiences that I've had and the panic attacks and what I thought leading up to it and, and almost do essentially, a, you know, a an autopsy and say, okay, you know what? I remember <laughs> every single uh, heart palpitation, the racing heart, thinking I was going to pass out, the shaking, the sweating, all of these things. But what led up to it? What was I thinking? And could I have prevented it? Because now I'm looking at it from a proactive standpoint of, okay, like I, I've made tremendous progress myself. I've seen myself move along in incredible ways. Some of it was intentional. I think much of it was intentional. I'll give myself a little credit. Much of it was intentional. Some of it was, was I don't want to say by osmosis, but in other words, I didn't wake up every day saying, here, formulaically, here's how I am going to overcome uh, panic and anxiety and overcome. There's a word. We're going to come, we're going to get back to that in a second here. But uh, it kind of just happened. 
And again, it was intentionality. There was a lot that that I a lot of work that I put in in therapy and counseling and prayer and meditation, all these things. But at the end of the day, you kind of just live life and things happen and family and all these this. And then you look back and you're like, oh, gee, how did I get from A to B? This is pretty exciting. But in order to figure that out, you almost have to relive some of these experiences. And and so that's been an interesting thing because I've actually had some anxiety about going back and, and really kind of diving deep back into my anxiety. But it's been very instructive. And so I'll tell you the one thing that that has really been on my mind a lot lately is the terminology that we use when we discuss mental health, when we discuss panic, anxiety, stress, fear, all of these things. We talk in very definite, uh, finite terms. Overcome, beat, win, crush, fill in the blank. There's this sense of you have panic and anxiety now, but there will be a future point where you won't. You'll beat it. It'll be done, finished, gone. And so all you got to do is figure these steps out, practice, work really hard, do the work, and boom, one day you're going to wake up and you'll be like, I don't have any panic and anxiety. I've beat it. I must, how incredible is this? Life is great. And then you just like move on in the sunset, Disney fairy tale sort of, you know, you got frozen, uh, soundtracks playing in the background, into the unknown and, and all is well. But let me tell you, as I've performed the autopsy in the last 48 months of my own life, and as I've consumed an incredible amount of content over those four years from other people who struggle with panic and anxiety and, and authors and, and reading and all these things, I've realized there is no winning the battle. There is no overcoming. There is no point in time where you suddenly wake up and you're magically healed better. Fill in the blank. Now, that may sound incredibly depressing when you hear that. You're like, thanks, that's that's helpful. You know, I'm so glad I tuned in. Why don't you just, like, have more guests on? Because really, this these solo episodes are a, are a real bummer. But no, hear me out on this. I would argue that the very superlative approach that we take, this I'm going to beat, beat, kill, finish, crush, whatever, is actually creating more anxiety at a couple different levels. At one level, it creates the anxiety because as you're going through it, you're thinking, holy crap, how am I going to reach a point in my life where I no longer struggle with this? How will I beat this? It feels entirely impossible. And you know what? When you have anxiety over something, trying to crush it and beat it and put it in the rearview mirror forever creates more anxiety. So you literally will sit there. And I and I experienced this, having anxiety, feeling the panic of how the heck am I not going to panic anymore? How, how am I going to live the rest of my life and somehow never feel like this? Well, so that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it too is it sets this all or nothing, this all or nothing mentality. Because we think, okay, if I beat, I got to beat panic. I got to beat anxiety. I got I to gotta win. I got to overcome. I got to crush it. Okay. So if I don't, then I'm a failure. So it's either all or nothing. It's either all panic. I'm waking up at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. shaking, sweating, and crying, and whatever. Or I am completely on top of the world, calm, collected, in control of all of my emotions. It's like, but life isn't that. Life is rarely 
all of one thing or all of another and nothing else. It's usually some some rather nuanced blend of three, four, five, six different components, and you're just trying to untangle them and figure them out. And so when we set these these massive objectives, like I will crush anxiety, I just got to get there, I will overcome it, we're literally setting ourselves up for failure. We create anxiety in the present, and we set an unattainable goal in the future. What I've come to see, and this is more of a recent I don't want to call it a revelation, epiphany, whatever, more of a, a, an awareness is that it's about a journey. Okay. So, you know, you, you, you hear a lot in personal development about if then statements, right? Like when I uh, get this promotion, then I will be happy. When I make this much money, then I will be satisfied. And so we live withholding uh, uh, contentment and happiness from ourselves, putting out some future date and then making it, uh, uh, you know, hinge upon the outcome. I will be happy when this happens. Well, then the question is, well, uh, that doesn't happen. So now what? Are you not happy? Did you just waste the last 10 years of your life? Like it's this very much um, not about the journey, but the end of the journey. And then when you get to the end of the journey, let's say ideal scenario happens, you have that thing, then it's like, okay, now what? Now I need a new destination. Now I need a new uh, end point. And you work towards that. And we spend our lives chasing an outcome, completely missing in some cases the months and years or decades that lapse in between the attempt and the outcome. So what I've come to see is and start to try to view life as it's more of a journey and without a destination. And I've, I've started saying this sounds really like kind of, you know, nuanced and woo woo and whatever. But in life, there is no destination. There's only destiny and direction. In life, there is no destination. There's only destiny and direction. And by destiny, I mean identity, who you are, your North Star, what guides you, who you're becoming. For me, it's my faith and my and, and and who I strive to be as a person, as as a husband, as a father, as, as a person of faith, but also the direction. Where do you want to go in life? Okay, I want to motivate. I want to I want to influence people. I want to help them overcome the 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 anxiety and the panic that's that's just riddled their life and held them back from the life that, that they really want to live. And so. I could, and I still do this, and I still struggle with this candidly, but I can sit there and say, okay, well, when I get on stage in front of this many people, then that's, that's really what I'm shooting for. That's the outcome. But I know I'll hit that one day. And when I do, then what? And, and what about, what if it takes me five or 10 years to get to that point? Do, do I miss 10 years of, of my marriage, of, of, of my kids' lives, like of everything, of all the, the blessings in life and all that along the way? And so what I have started to do and what's been working in my own life is this. I'm trying to erase the destination because there isn't one. And even if there were a destination, when I got there, I'd have to create another one. So rather embracing the journey as we're often told to do, but that only works. You can only embrace the journey, fall in love with the process, all these things that sound so nice and people throw around. When you are actually on a journey not trying to arrive at a destination. If you are going on vacation in Florida and you start in, I don't know, uh, Virginia, and you're driving there, okay, you know what's waiting for you. Two weeks in the, uh, you know, in the sun, on the beach, great times, whatever. So you're not really like, oh my gosh, look at this. It's a forest in uh, you know, the, the northern parts of Georgia. And uh, let's just you know, camp here for a few months. Like, no, you're going to Florida because you have a destination. And if you're me, you're going to drive there as quickly as possible, take as 
is as is, is few uh, potty breaks as you possibly can and just get there. And you miss because it's not the point. The point is you're getting to the destination. That's fine for a vacation. For life, you only get one go around here. If we make some t- you know, future outcome 20 years from now the goal, like you could potentially miss up to a quarter, a third, hell, even a half of your entire life if it's all about that one outcome. So stop looking at your life as, a, as this destination. I got to get here. Then I'll be happy. Then I got to get here. Then I'll be happy. Look at it as it's one continuous journey with a bunch of different stopping points along the way and this overall direction of becoming who you're supposed to be, becoming who you're, you're meant to be, who you want to be, and taking this full circle back to panic and anxiety. Stop beating yourself over the head because you haven't beat it yet, because you haven't overcome your, and you know no longer struggle. You're not going to wake up and magically never struggle again because you know what? You could go 10 years. If the right set of circumstances happen and you make the, the, the perfect combination of poor choices and, and, and the right things happen, or maybe you could say the wrong things happen, you could just as easily be impacted by it as you were 10 years ago. But you know what? It doesn't matter. If you're not worried about this infinite, like, I will never do it again and it will always be great. If, if that's not your mindset, if your mindset is, I'm just going to get through today, I'm just going to keep going along in my journey, doing the things that I know that I can control and do today, then it doesn't matter. And if that happens 10 years from now, you'll deal with that when you get there, but you, you don't have to create all this stress and anguish thinking, well, what happens? Like, I would literally sit there. Well, okay, if I beat it today, what about 10 years from now? What if this happens? And, and people who struggle with panic and anxiety and, and all these other aspects uh, know that that's a dark rabbit hole that literally just feeds on itself. So in life, in the recovery of panic and anxiety, there is no destination. There's no final point where you wake up magically healed, never struggle again. There is a journey, there is a direction, and there is an identity, a a destiny, who you're meant to be. And then along the way, doing the things that you know that will set you up for success today. And that will give you the best probability of actually making it 10 and 20 and 30 years without any major issues. Living this, hold your breath, hope I get there, hope I never struggle again, oh boy, it's been a year, when's the other shoe gonna drop? You're setting yourself up for failure. So that's it for today, folks. Really excited about some things coming up in the next few weeks. I'm going to be dropping them out on socials. I'll be doing some speaking this year, launching a new collective a challenge. A lot of different things are happening, and they're happening fast. So stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week. Goodbye,